So tonight, we're really going to talk about cultivating your soul. So your soul consists of your mind, your will, and your emotions. What goes into your mind always influences what comes out. And so if we would really understand that and really take that to heart and really get that down within our spirit, that whatever goes into your mind influences what comes out, then we wouldn't feed our mind a lot of the garbage that we feed our minds and feed our spirits. We would be feeding our spirits wholesome things. We would be feeding our spirit the word of God, the things of God, uh, whatsoever pure, whatsoever is honest, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is of a good report. I mean, the Bible tells us what to think on. It tells us what to meditate on, what to contemplate on. And most of the time we can find ourselves thinking some of the weirdest things And those weird things come by way of what is called the soulish realm in the world. It comes from our world and our world is full of just garbage and crap that just comes out of our world. We must be careful then to convert your mind by filling it with godly, uplifting materials, godly things. Balance your life. If you would balance your life and the only person that can really bring balance to your life is the spirit of God and having a relationship with God. He is the only one that can really bring balance into your life. And if you would allow the spirit of God to balance your life, it'll just be like the peaky finger on your hand. It balances the hand. God will balance your entire life. And then you can convert your mind by filling it with godly things and uplifting material. And it would be amazing. It's amazing. I do this. I have the Bible on CD. I'm in my car. I'm listening to the word of God. I'm listening to worship music. And so I have a balance because you need a balance of worship music and the word of God. Because if you have all worship and no word, you blow up. If you have all word and no worship, you dry up. But if you have a balance of the word and worship, you grow up. And that's what people need to do. We wouldn't have had all these deaths that we had. We wouldn't have uh, uh, all of these police shootings and killings. And we wouldn't have all this racial tension and division if people were balanced, if they would just grow up. And the only way you can grow up is by balancing the word of God with the worship of God. And I'm not talking about some homemade idea. I'm talking about the actual Bible, the 66 books of the Bible and worship music. It is amazing that if you put those two together, the balance that it will bring to your mind and your spirit. Feed it God's word instead of junk novels. We got so much junk that we can feed our mind by way of television, by way uh, 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 of novels and movies. We can just feed our mind with junk. And when you feed yourself junk, junk comes out. It's just like the body. If you live on candy and cake and sweets, your body is going to be a mess. Your digestive system is going to be a wreck because you have fed your body the wrong things. Your body is made up of what you feed it. 
And so if you feed it the right thing, then you'll get the right thing from the body. So it is with the mind. If you feed the mind the right things, then you will get the right things out of the mind. Use your moments of leisure to uplift rather than tear down. If anybody is going to build themselves, it should be you. You should not tear you down. You ought, you should love yourself. And that's the reason why a lot of people don't make it in marriage is because, first of all, they get into marriage and they want somebody to love them more than they love themselves. You got to love yourself. And if you love yourself, then you have the ability to give love to someone else. Most people don't love themselves, let alone like themselves. And so God, when you have no esteem, God has the ability of giving you God esteem. And that's what a lot of people need because they have very low self-esteem. And so they need God esteem. Spend some time each week in serious Bible study. Please, ma'am, please, sir. Do not allow your eternity to depend on another man or another woman. You would be insane to allow your life and your eternity to depend on a, the, the hands of another man or another woman. You're insane. When you stand before Jesus Christ and you will, and that's the wrong, that's the problem we have in our world today is we have all of these people that are in that have certain levels of responsibility and empower and they don't believe that they will ever answer to God for what they have done in this life. And when you have a person that don't believe that they will answer to God for the crazy, foolish, ignorant, murderous stuff that they have done in this life, then they don't value life. They will kill you. They'll kill themselves because they have no value on what God put in this life. They have no value for your life or their own. And so spend some time each week in serious Bible study or research a useful topic you know little about uh, uh, right on your computer. Use the resources available to your mind to inspire you to activate your dreams and reach for new goals. You, 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 you have the inspiration. Use the time that you have to inspire you, to give you new dreams, to have you reach for new goals. Because if you feed your mind the right things, it will definitely give you different dreams, more powerful dreams. It'll have new goals set before you, new standards set before you, but you got to feed your mind the right thing. Your mind is a powerful tool created by God for the good of mankind. Most people, it's literally been scientifically proven that we operate on somewhere between two to 5% of our brain capacity. Can you imagine that you only operating on two to 5% of the actual brain capacity within a human being? What would happen if somebody operated on 20 or 30 or 40 or 50% of their brain capacity? My God, can you imagine that? The cultivation of your soul also includes the discipline of your will. The discipline of your will. Discipline is training or teaching someone or something to obey a particular command or to live by a certain standard. Discipline, discipline, discipline your mind. Discipline from your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. Discipline your mind. 
The discipline of your will is particularly important because your will is the decision maker. It is your will that literally causes you to make the decisions that you make in life. And so if your will is undisciplined, you will find that your life is undisciplined and your decisions are undisciplined. That's the reason why we can have reality TV shows uh, 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 of people meeting somebody for the very first time and having sex in public on an island. That's a lack of discipline. They're undisciplined people. That's the reason why you can have other stuff that I met you today and married today and all this old foolishness and weird and ignorant and idiotic stuff that people do is because they lack discipline. They lack self-control. They become hedonists. A hedonist will do anything for pleasure. If you refuse discipline, if you refuse to discipline your will, you won't be successful in fulfilling your potential because your will determines your decisions. If you refuse to discipline your will, the place you make your decisions out of, you won't be successful. You won't be successful. And that's what we all look for in life. We want to be successful. If you do not discipline your decision maker, which is your will, that's where your decisions come from. You won't be successful. You won't be successful in no area of your life. You will walk around life completely unfulfilled and acting completely weird. And you will be jealous and envious of those that have disciplined their will by way of the word of God. You must discipline your will. The cultivation and cultivating of your soul also requires that you control your emotions. George Floyd would still be alive if that cop had a controlled his crazy emotions. The other, other young lady that was shot and killed in her bed, she would still be alive if officers controlled their emotions. They're an emotionally charged situation. You're in an emotionally charged situation. You need somebody in that situation to be in control of their emotions. There are a lot of marriages that would still be together, a lot of families that still would be together if people control their emotions. What you will find out about your emotions is emotions are just like an unfaithful man or a woman. You can't trust them. Why? Because they're subject to change. And when you go to put weight just on your emotions, you will find out that your emotions cannot hold weight. Why? Because they're unstable and they're subject to change. That's why you have emotions. Your emotions don't have you. Control your emotions. Too often we allow our emotions to control us instead of us controlling our emotions. I'm going to say that one more time. You have emotions. Emotions don't have you. If emotions have you, you're in trouble. Tantrums and fits of rage are symptoms of this malady. If you find people that are constantly throwing tantrums and constantly have no control of the anger in their life, the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Be angry, but sin not. There is nothing wrong with the emotion of anger, but is when you allow anger to control your life 
that it becomes sinful. That's when it becomes a tantrum. That's when it becomes a fit of rage. When I was coming up, if I had a tantrum, my mama had a way of immediately controlling a tantrum. And her way of controlling a tantrum was by way of a belt. So if I threw a tantrum, she would throw one with me. And generally, I would come out of mine before she came out of hers because she had a way of adding pressure to my backside to let me know that throwing tantrums was not acceptable in society. We even had a president that threw tantrums and had fits of rage. Why? Because he was out of control with his emotions. Fits of rage are symptoms of this malady. What is the malady? You don't have control of your emotions. Emotions are controlled by understanding. In all you're getting, the Bible says, it says get an understanding. If people would take the time to get an understanding, like they take the time to do everything else, like they take the time to watch a football game, basketball game, baseball game, like they take the time to go on vacation, like they take the time to go to the park, like they take the time to do, <clears throat> to go to the gym and do anything and everything else they want to do. They take the time to do it. If they would take the time to control their emotions by getting an understanding, you need to get an understanding. If a person has said something to hurt you, why not get an understanding? Get an understanding because they may not have meant it that way. It may have come out the wrong way. You may have to charge it to their head and not their heart. If you take the time, and it takes time to get understanding, you have to be willing to get an understanding. And if you're willing to get an understanding, you will be the better for it. And so this is Pastor Henry Owens. And this is the Word of Life podcast where we give biblical answers to the hard questions of life. And so with that being said, cultivate your soul. Because if you do, you will allow the Spirit of God to have complete control in your life and you will have good, godly success. Be blessed.